Welcome to part two of this out of line discussion with Jacqueline Johnson. <laughs> so I want to ask you some social media questions oh, while yeah. you're here. No, I want let's do it. to, yeah, because I, I know you've been you've been online for a good number of years. <laughs> um, so how how did you get started in social media? Like when was your when was your entry point, and what does that look like? So I was in social media very early on. So I my not first job, but I guess my second job, I was at a, which it wasn't called this at the time, but it was a word of mouth, word of mouth marketing agency, which is essentially social media, but it wasn't called that. And I was the third employee. There was two guys that were running it at the time. And they were basically like, we have this fashion client called Blue Fly and we know nothing about fashion. Um, and at that point, I was on the blog spot. And I was, like, blogging. <laughs> the blue G spot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, it was, like, me and four other people on the internet. It was, like, 2006. <laughs> and I was, like, doing that. And then, like, Facebook obviously existed. But, like, brands were on it. And basically, I mean, and I have to hand it to these guys. Like, they were just, like, I think brands should be on Facebook. Like, I think brands should be on Twitter. I remember when Twitter launched and, like, getting my, like, username and, like, launching into that. And then I remember being at South by when Forceware launched. And, like, I just was, like, in that world very early on, weirdly. And we started doing the first campaigns for Estee Lauder and Mac and um, Clinique and, like, creating these Facebook pages for brands that were literal, like, personal pages. Like, this is before business pages. And then we're, like, you need to tweet and you need to be on forums and, like, communicating with, like, these makeup artists on forums. Like, we were, like like emailing Mac artists and like it was just I mean it was so different but it was like just in my DNA from the very beginning because I was like this is the thing and like we need to be a part of it and luckily I had like two founders that were like yeah do your thing we trust you and you like understand the internet and I just like ran with it and it was like we were sending out packages to influencers before they were called influencers like people with websites and um <laughs> I it love was just, it. you have a website you're you have a website you're an influencer no, but like legitimately that's like what it was um and it, there was so few people I mean like it was like um Elizabeth Spiridakis with White Lightning like a thousand years ago now she doesn't now she's like an art director and like doesn't even blog and like it was Jerry Hirsch who obviously still blogs and like there was just so few of us like there was like literally six of us it was like Tavi, Jerry is like whatever we're all on the internet doing our own thing and um it was crazy and I remember when Elle magazine wrote about my blog in 2007 and like I was like holy shit and it was like a such a pure place because it was like nothing was monetizable at that point, it was just us, like, on the internet, like, journaling our feelings and, like, being, like, I live in New York and I'm in my 20s and I went to this weird party or, like, I like this editorial and, like, it was so awesome because it was such a specific point of view. Nothing looked the same. Everything was super different. Like, I remember my blog personally was, like, collages I would make and, like, Photoshop. So weird. Like, in retrospect, you're, like, what is this? But it was... Is your blog still up? Oh, yeah. Sundosonnapkins.com. Check it out. It's hilarious. The last post is from like four years ago, I think. But if you dig real deep, like now it looks a little bit more similar to like other blogs. But if you go way back, I had... My blog was all black and it was like neon pink, which like now it's like everyone's blogs are like white and pristine and beautiful. Mine was like all black and like very gothy and like it was so funny. It was like you, you can dig back and you can go through the archives. And I kept it because I was like... 
it's a time capsule. Like it's a literal time capsule of my 20s. Like I can look back, I can read articles, some are embarrassing, some aren't. And like, I genuinely like reimagine myself. Like I go back and see the playlists I put together on like weird programs and just like, oh God, yeah, that moment in my life or like when I felt that way or when I was looking and like, who knew? Like who knew I would be doing what I'm doing today and who knew I'd be like, it's just like, I think it's fascinating and I'll never like, I get requests to buy it all the time because it has such old like SEO uh-huh, value, I guess. Uh-huh, yeah. And I'm like, nah, Mm-mm. and I'll never do it because I think it's so fascinating. I'm like, it's a really like, you can't like, it's literally my diary. Like yeah. it's literally it's my diary. Like your, heir, like your yes. family heirloom. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And like, I mean, God, hopefully like, I don't know if my mom, my kids read it, but it's, it's fascinating, like, to see it online and, like, have that old sort of memory. But, um, yeah, so social media for me has, like, been in my, like, DNA for so long and, like, especially just from, like, a career perspective. And, like, I remember when Instagram launched and, like, it's just – it's been such a wild ride. And I think for our generation, it's, like, God, do you remember, like, all – like, do you remember Hipstamatic? Like, do you remember all <laughs> these weird apps that we, like, got on, got off, did things, didn't do things, and now it's, like, these are the things that are sticking? And, like, it's just – it's really fascinating. Um, and it's awesome because it's, like, I've met so many rad people through social media, like, some of my best friends through social media. It's so awesome. And uh, Your husband? My husband through – yeah, like, legit through social media. Like, how crazy is that? So I think it's awesome, but – um You know, it's interesting, like, I feel like as I, as more things and new features and, like, you know, live streaming and going live and, like, adding, like, Insta stories, like, my team's always, like, you need to do more Insta stories and, like, you need to be more, like, and I'm just, like, I don't know, my day is not that fascinating, like, and I also, like, I like, like, being in the moment, you Mm -hmm. know, and I feel like being present's really difficult these days, like, I was just at a party in New York and, it was all influencers and like bloggers and like legit no one was talking to each other everyone was taking a photo and luckily like one of my friends was there Justin Livingston who I like love and he's an amazing influencer and he's just such a human and I was so excited to see him and we were like ah like talking and like having so much fun and it was just weird because it was like we had such a genuine friendship because like I he's literally the best and I was looking around like and it just was not that vibe you know mm. and I'm like well everyone's probably like paid to be here, paid to do something or like, you know, do, they're doing their job, like, you know, which fine. But I was like, God, I miss like just that like connection of like being someplace and like seeing someone and like not having to document it necessarily. Um, I mean, I'm sure you like fully relate to this, but 100%. It's, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. It's like that's your life, your career. Everything's on social media now. And it's like you have to put it out there. But I don't know. I relish in the moments that aren't on video and like aren't captured. And like, you know, it's interesting because it's like I, I think like I look at people's and I, I love it. I love looking at people's videos. I love seeing their life. I'm like, oh, wow, they're there. They're doing that. Like, oh, that's their boyfriend. It's their baby shower. Like, I love seeing it. But it's like, I don't know. I just I don't have that natural instinct to do that when I'm like doing things. And so it's something that I'm like trying to get better at. But I'm also like kind of glad I'm not that good at it. You know, like, I just, like, I don't – and that's the whole reason it's actually interesting. So, like, I had my blog from 2006 to, like, I don't even know, 2012. And it was right at the cusp when everything was about taking pictures of yourself. And I just, like, bowed out. I was, like, I'm not down for that. Like, I don't love it. Like, I don't – and not because I have anything wrong with it. I, like, love personal fashion blogs. But 
it just wasn't me. Like I'm never, I love other people's style. Like, and that's what I like, love talking about like collages of other women, what they were wearing, what I like, what I liked to like, you know, and what I like is not necessarily what I wear. And I was like really curating all these different things. And like, I loved that. I didn't love being in front of the camera. I actually like prefer having other people be the spotlight, which is like exactly what Create and Cultivate is. I'm like, how can I get all these amazing women speaking? How can I get all these people out there that are doing such cool shit? And it's it's so funny how like that's the path that like it led to eventually. But like it's I joke with people because I'm like, I would have been a millionaire by now had I kept like being a blogger. Mm. But I would have probably been miserable. And like yeah. it's just not for me. You know, I don't I don't enjoy that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I was talking about you the other day and I said that you were like the queen curator of of like the galaxy because you just know how to bring all the right people together in the same space and people, whether they know each other or not, all walks of life, all ages, like all cities, you're like, okay, here's the space. We're all coming together here. Um, and you can say like, oh, I'm, you know, I could be a millionaire, but there are a million people that have fashion blogs making tons of money, but what you're doing is totally unique and super different. And I like, I'm grateful that you do something that's unique. Thank you. And it's like, I, I love that. Like, it's something that's like, it's funny because it's like reflecting on my life and like what I like to do is like, I genuinely love connecting people. Like I like putting the right people in the right room. I like having people have the right conversations. I like people making like money off of that but I also like people just making friendships off of that making relationships off of that like I just like putting people together um and obviously that's not like a job per se but it's it's something that I'm just like I feel really drawn to do no matter what Mm. has been my life and like it's it's funny it's become more overwhelming over the years because I get to especially with Create and Cultivate I get to meet so many amazing women all the time that I'm like ah like function overload because it's just like so impossible to like make all those connections now but um I just like really loved being like almost like the orchestrator of all the things that were happening which made my wedding so uncomfortable like it was genuinely so uncomfortable for me to be like this event's about me like and I was like eh and I was like, what is that weird thing on the floor? And I was like, I was having like a really like internal function system breakdown because I was like, oh, right. I'm just supposed to be having fun. Like, I'm just supposed to be like, I'm not supposed to be caring about like the fact that that person's having a good time or like, or did that girl meet that girl? Because they would love each other. And like, I was like, I just need to like chill, chill the hell out and get married. But it's like, it's my brain is just like programmed that way. And um, yeah, no, it's really interesting. But I mean, I'm so thankful for the time I blogged and I'm so thankful for the time of that agency because it literally propelled me into like the world of social media un- unknowingly and now has like basically been my like lifeblood yeah yeah how much of your your life is online compared to offline like you just said you, you're not great at doing like the daily stories and stuff so yeah how much of it is online offline even in terms of how many hours of the day are you on your phone compared to not and are you happy with the ratio yeah so I mean I think a lot of what anytime I'm like actively online and like posting stories and posting photos it's like cnc when we're doing major stuff like we're at events we're at the conference like anything that i'm like people are gonna like want to see this and like tune into this in terms of the day-to-day like i kind of enjoy that like downtime like i don't need to feel so on all the time and like um it's interesting like i think i think if anything i like should be more vulnerable on my channels like i was talking to jen gotch about this a little bit who's like very vulnerable on her channels talks a lot about like what's going on in her life 
And I was so much. And I was yeah, so much. And I was joking because like she she said something about like when I'm on yeah, like when a camera's on me, I'm just me. And I was like, it's so funny because I was like, that's funny because when a camera's on me, I turn into like a news anchor. I'm like, hello, and today, like I'm I and it's. And it's just this weird reaction I have. And I'm like, I just, you know, it's, I'd be horrible on reality TV, but it's funny because it's like, I want to tap into more of that side. Cause like, I think I don't necessarily like put a lot of myself out there in terms of vulnerability in terms of social media. And it's funny. I did a post yesterday that was like slightly like about having a really bad week and like shit that was going down and like professionally and personally and like all this stuff. And it has, like, the most engagement out of any – like, has over a 1,000 likes, right? And I don't have that many followers. So it's, like – it's interesting because I'm, like, wow, like, maybe that's, like, important to do. Like, it's interesting. And that's what Jen was saying. She's, like, I feel like this is my most important work now. And I had no idea it would be this way. But, like, talking about, like, mental health has opened up, like, the floodgates. And it's so interesting because it's, like, I think people are exhausted from, like, insta-perfect lives. Like, I think people want – that like real talk, real advice, like really what's going on. And like, I think that's something I'm working into like what I do on social media. But I also think it's like, I don't know, like the day to day of my life being a CEO is like spreadsheets and like not that sexy fun stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't think it's like that important to like broadcast it right now. Mm. And that might change. But I think my ratio is healthy. I think it's like a good percentage of like I mean it's literally like for like 60% work 10% my dog like and then like 30% events like whatever you know like I I, I just feel like it's I love so much like being unplugged from it because it's so important it's like so much of my job to be in tune to it so mm. I don't know I think like my head of marketing would disagree she's like you need to be more out there but I I, I don't know it's it's tough for me sometimes yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. Um, and I'd be curious to hear if you've noticed a different in a difference in kind of like the generations, because I would say that I feel like women in, and maybe some men too, but specifically women in like their thirties, maybe forties are more used to really perfect online personas. Like everything's super curated, everything's super stylized. Like even if they go to a restaurant and are taking a photo of their food, like the napkin and the, you know, everything has been perfectly styled. Perfect. Whereas my more like millennial and what Gen Z, whatever they call it, like the, the sort of like twenties, the young twenties, they are like the bullshit. Like we know that's fake. You know? Yeah. And they post almost too much where I'm just sort of like, oh, oh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of raw. Um, But it's almost like they're the younger generation is a little bit more just like cut the crap. We know that's fake. Show us yeah. the real stuff. Do, do you find that or is that? Yeah, my no, own? no, no. I definitely think that's true. I definitely think that's it, it's an interesting change because it's like I definitely relate to the curated portion of things and like the creative aspect and like. It's really hard because it's – I also try to show both sides of stuff. Like um, – but, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, I think there's such a wide gap. And, like, I think for us, it's, like – I don't know. Like, maybe this is just for me. So, like, 30-plus, I think it's either professionally their career and it looks very curated and amazing or it looks like crap and they're just, like, normal humans and, like, that's their life. 
And I feel like that's the divide. Whereas I feel like now, like the younger girls, like some of their feeds, I'm like, this is gorgeous. And they have 700 followers, but they're like out there doing it, you know? So I, I just think it's like they grew up with like now that they're like, wow, like people have these followings and like I can do this too and I can have that life and I can take these photos and I can curate my feed. And that's become their lifestyle now. And it's part of their like routine to take these photos. And I just think it's so interesting. Like David will refuse. Like our marriage will be over. If I'm like, can you just take a quick photo? He's like, no. Like he like hates it so much. And I'm like, do you know we could be millionaires if you took my photo? He like laughs. He like makes fun of me. He's like, no. Like, and he just refuses. And so I'm like, whatever. Um, so it's like literally just me like trying to prop my iPhone up on something. I'm like, selfie with our dog. But it's it's just like he just like it's just so funny to see those like I have all those people in my life. I have the people who are like, I don't get it. Why are you taking a photo of this? This is so stupid. Like this literally is like idiotic. And then I have curated photo moment, like you need to do that, you need to be more online. And so it's like it's so it's so tough. Like mm. I don't really know what the like good balance is. Like, um because I just genuinely like I'm like, how do people have time to just like be on their like Hey, it's just me. Like, like right now, if I'm just like, hey, I'm like doing the podcast, like doing the thing, like I'm driving home, like cooking dinner. Like, I just feel like so much of your time. Like, it is. I don't know. It is. It is so much of it's your so time. It's so much of your time. It's so much effort. Yeah. And I am grateful that I have people in all of the different camps yeah, because I feel like it keeps me more grounded because if I was on, like if, like if Jaden was just online as much as I am, I mean forget it. Oh my like God. we would just, we would both just be completely. Your heads would explode. Yeah. Like you'd. I don't know, like Jeff and Kelly Mindell, I don't know how they do it because they both have their separate things and they're both storying and they're both posting and their their content is like similar but different. And they and I'm just like, nope, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> how do you how, do that? How do you stay But it's sane? funny because I've literally like gone out to dinner with Jeff and Kelly and like I literally, Jeff and Kelly were staying at the same hotel as me and like those weren't online moments. Like no. just like hung out and I'm like, I don't know. I think they like don't sleep. Uh, literally I they, they like don't sleep but they're just up like filming stuff and like their baby's adorable I'm just like oh my god I know I don't know how they do it I don't know how they do it it's insane but it's impressive it's impressive <laughs> like I'm just like I don't have that natural like I feel like for Jeff so this is hilarious but Jeff was my intern at my oh! first company full circle so Jeff was like I remember interviewing Jeff and being I was literally like I have this company it's only me it's a marketing agency I have an office I feel like you could learn a lot. And he's like, I'm interviewing at Edelman. <laughs> I was like, cool. We don't validate parking. Like, it's literally like it was such a shit show. And he was like, great, I'll take it. And he became my intern at this, like, literally non-existent company. I had, like, one client. And he was the fucking best. And he's oh. the same human he is now. He was so, like, awesome and cool and, like, whatever. And he was like, my girlfriend has this company. She does, like, DIY wedding stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. And, like, I met Kelly and then, like, cut to, like, five years later. They're, like, fucking crushing it and taking over the world and doing, like, a million things. And I love it because I'm, like, you are still Jeff. Yeah. Like, and, and like, those things with, like, the video and, like, it's so natural to who they are. It's just, like, not that way with me. Like, I'm not just, like, oh, my God, look who it is. Like, I'm in New York. It's Jeff. Like, video. I'm just never going to be that person that's, like, I'm naturally just, like, oh, my God, it's you. I want to hug you and, like, have this moment and not necessarily document it. But just play to your strengths. Yeah. I don't think, like we were saying before, I don't think we have to be all all the all, things yeah. to all the people. Yeah. I think it's okay to be like, no, nah, that's not my strength. And maybe it's your your interns. Maybe your intern can be like, you can be like, hey, post five videos a day, either of me or to 
the create and cultivate feed. Yeah. Like you don't run your create and cultivate social because it's not your strong point and you have way, yeah. way long list of things that you need to be focusing on instead. Right so, you know, you get rid of the guilt. Yeah. You're good. You're doing it good. Gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're, when you curate for like create and cultivate and you're, you are bringing all these powerhouses yeah. you know, together, um, I would imagine a lot of them are people that you find online or mm-hmm. at least have online, you know, presence of yeah. some sort. So what do you look for? Like when you're choosing the right people to work with, what is, what's like the thing that you go, yep, this is our girl. Yeah. So it's, kind of like an amalgamation of things, but essentially like every Korean cultivate has different panels. So that's like where we start. So we're like, okay, cool. Like we have some tried and trues that are like at every single conference, which is like one is like always about finances and raising money. That's always a great topic. Um, content creation is always a great topic. We kind of have these like tried and true, like CEO panels, things like that. And then we always weave in something new and different. So like for Seattle, we had something around food and like that was like a kind of interesting like one to do in Seattle. We had like Molly Moon and like Ellen Bennett and like just really rad women that kind of came from that world who are running like legit major companies and doing awesome, awesome shit. And for LA, we're like doing different ones where it's like, let's go there. And it's about, you know, kind of controversial topics. Obviously right now there's a million, but controversial topics in the workplace. Um, and then we have podcast 101, which is like a really interesting one, which would be perfect for you. But we're basically like kind of figuring out these like niches that are kind of like arising in like the cultural conscious right now. Like what are people interested in? What are people talking about? Podcasts are obviously like one of them. Um, so we kind of bring in these like kind of like relevant ones of the moment. Um, And then we just honestly like do a deep dive into our team of like who we want to speak and like who we think would be awesome for it. Um, And then we like go after those people really hard. And like sometimes we get yeses, sometimes we don't get yeses and like that sucks. But, um, you know, we just we really try to pull in a diverse group of women that, you know, have interesting stories to tell. Um, And it, it ranges from, you know, CEOs to content creators to celebrities. Like we always are like, what's next? What's new? What's exciting? Um, And those people come from all over the country. So we like five people in and like, we, you know, it's always like so fun doing the process of like what's going on. And also as soon as we announce a city, um, we get an influx of emails, which is awesome. So like we, it's really interesting. So like Molly Moon is a good example. Like I knew of Molly Moons in Seattle, um, obviously because their ice cream's dope. And I was like, this is awesome. Like is Molly Moon a person? I don't know. And like her team like ended up like, you know, kind of communicating to us like, oh, by the way, Molly Moon has these insane health benefits for their employees. Oh, and Molly Moon spoke at the Women's March and Molly Moon is like a real person. And Molly Moon is like, fucking awesome and I'm like oh my god I want to meet Molly Moon and so like to have her there and like have these like people that are locals you know kind of you know these huge tastemakers and change makers in their community that are like making such an impact like that's so important to us we always try to bring local people into the mix um when we can and um you know we're lucky enough to meet people like when we did Texas Kendra Scott who's like an incredible entrepreneur such an amazing woman and like brought her with us to New York and like doing amazing things with her and like it's just always like it's always so interesting and honestly it's an avalanche of referrals like oh do you know that this person's doing this oh do you know that this person's doing that this person would be great you know we're always looking for like new and incredible talent that is out there and doing amazing stuff and making waves and honestly just coming off the heels of like our 100 list. So we're, we're putting it together right now. It's like, I mean, it's such a process to find these 100 women. It's so kind of fun and like also stressful (laughs) to kind of curate that list. I mean, as you know, um, having shot it. So it's, 
it's we're at like I think we're at 97 right now, which is like insane. Like 97 women. Like I know that seems like in the scheme of things so small, but it's so awesome to like see all these amazing women doing such interesting interesting things from like engineering to like VC world to fashion to beauty, like just like kind of coming up with this like new and list. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. it's honestly great research for us for our panelists too. It's like, oh my God, that person would be great for this. And it's honestly a lot of word of mouth and like just being out in the world and like seeing what people are doing. And um it's really difficult. Like, you know, it's really, really difficult. I think for us, you know, we want to make sure everything's like new and fresh and exciting and um, every conference is like you're walking away like, wow, I learned so much and got to see so many incredible people. So, yeah, I'm always hard. I'm always totally amazed by by your lineup. I'm always like, whoa, Yay. Gloria Steinem, Mandy Moore, uh, Issa Rae. Like, uh, how, oh, my gosh. It's like <laughs> so much work on the back end. I feel like it like everyone's like, oh, it looks so effortless. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm over here like dying. But like that's the thing is like I, I never want to be and I challenge our team quite a bit. I never want to be status quo. Like I think there's like sometimes especially for a while now, not so much like now people are getting the out there, but it was like the same 10 women were featured on everything. It was like, so true, right? The same 10 women. I was like, okay. And then this person again, and then this person again, I'm like, guys, there's thousands of women out there doing cool stuff. And so for me, I'm like, I don't want to do the expected. I always want to do the unexpected and like pull someone out of the woodworks that you never in a million years would be like, Oh my God, that person's dope. And like, um, one of my most, our most exciting gets for LA was Jessamine Stanley. I don't know if you know who she is, but She's fucking awesome. I've been following her for so long. I'm like so into her. And we wanted her for Seattle because I think she spends her time between Seattle and New York. But I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. And then she wasn't there in town. And I was like, well, we're going to get you for L.A. And like she's just so awesome. And like she basically is like sort of plus size yogi who's like an incredible I don't know, a yogi, I guess is like the word for it. But she also is like now has deals with play, Playtex and is like doing commercials for them. And like, she's just a fucking badass. And like, I'm so into her and like love her. And it's like, sometimes I just stalk people for years until they can do it, honestly. <laughs> I'm legitimately stalking Phoebe Robinson. I'll throw this out there. If anyone has a connect, she will knock it back to me. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> Dope Queen Phoebs. She also has a podcast. Respond to me. <laughs> I love you. I want you to speak. I don't know. Get back to Get back girl. to me. <laughs> like, I'm literally trying every possible angle to get to her. And it's like, it's like some people, you just, it's hard to get to them. And like other people, you're like, holy shit, they emailed me back. So it's so exciting. I mean, that's how I feel about Yvonne from Insecure. Like, she's amazing and so awesome. And like, now is like, a you know, a friend of the brand and like someone that we like talk to all the time. And it's so awesome. And it's just like how those relationships start are so exciting. It's just cold emails, guys keep sending them they yeah. work eventually <laughs> oh man and you must send like i mean for every one yes you get how many no's oh or no replies tons you get. yeah tons it's devastating you know i mean i think especially at the beginning you're like oh now i'm like oh because now i feel like at least we have a name at least we have like clout right to kind of back it up to be like hey we want you to speak um but yeah, getting those no's are brutal, you know, like it's, it's, it sucks. And, and, and honestly, I think at this point now it's like, we're mostly scheduling and things like that, but, um, it's, yeah, it's hard. It's like, you're putting a lot on the line to like, yeah. you know, your like excitement for that. But, and obviously you want your attendees to be like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this lineup. But like, if I'm not genuinely excited about the lineup, then it's like, it's not worth it, you know? And I think like for a lot of us, um, we spend so much time thinking about 
what are people going to get from these people? Like, are these people like genuine in, in their approach and stuff like that? And LA is going to be exciting. We're announcing our next keynote soon. So it's really exciting. We announced Lauren Conrad, which is great. And it's so funny because like Laura, I've known Lauren and Chris and us for such a long time. And like, I know Lauren through Chris and us. And um, I remember them shooting their first beauty department video in our studio. They were like, can we borrow your studio space? This is like a thousand years ago and shooting that beauty department video in our, my, my offices in downtown LA that were like the grossest and weirdest. But like, Everyone starts somewhere, you know, and it's so exciting to be part of that journey with people and be like, hey, now I have this thing you can speak at. And like, it's just exciting when like women remember the women that kind of like helped them along the way or like were there for them when at the beginning when they like didn't necessarily have the followers or the people. And like, um, I think that's so important to like, you know, I think I was saying this at like something I spoke at the other day, but I was like, stop networking vertically like start network networking horizontally like to the people around you because I think everyone's like I need to network with that CEO it's like nope you need to network with that girl that's on the come up with you because she will also be along with you over the ride and like now I get to look around me and see all these amazing successful women that I like was struggling with five years ago so I don't know I think that's important yeah showing up for each other yeah bring each other yeah. Being, being in the trenches arm in arm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And the, like the favor economy is real. Like we ask people for favors. You ask people for like that. Like, can you just do this for me? Like just once or like at this discount or whatever. And like, look, I like business is business. Money is money. And I totally get that. And if that's your thing, then saying no is fine. But I think women helping women, especially right now, like it's so important and like it can really make all the difference for everyone's different careers. So, I mean, obviously, you know, get your worth and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. But I think like right now it's like anything you can do if you're like at the top of the totem pole or you're at the bottom of the totem pole, it's like really important. Yep. It yeah. is. Retweet that. Yeah. So, uh, We've talked about your relationship and we've talked about social media. How does social media specifically impact your relationship either with David or with your family? Yeah. Um, well, my mom, it's so funny. So she like literally goes to Instagram.com slash Jacqueline R. Johnson to like look up. So she's like, well, I saw it on your Instagram. I'm like, it's actually a mobile app. She, she has like a flip phone. Like she literally like, it's so funny. Like they're completely not on that like radar scheme. But um, my sister's actually an amazing photographer, um, mostly weddings. And so I like force her to do things for me. So it's funny, like, you know, for her, um, social media is such a part of her business and things like that. So like, we definitely have that like kinship and like, we always, you know, it's fun. We can collaborate on things. Um, for David and I, like, it's, he like jokes. He's like, I don't perform well on your Instagram. Like he literally will say that. Cause I'll like post our wedding photos and stuff. He's like, it just never does well. And I'm like, he's like, stop posting me. And he gets like so funny about it. But I'm like, shut up. Like you're fine. And I'm always like, Noah performs better than you. Like our dog. But he, you know, like it's funny. Like he, um, literally does not give a shit about social media. Like could care less. Like he's on Instagram and like likes engaging with people, but he's just like not like he's so like be present. Like that's his major thing with me. And like he's a yeah, he's like, can you just put that down? Can you not like do that? Like you're like laughing because you're relating. And it's like it's so funny because I'm like, well, I just gotta get this one. Let me just do this caption. And he, yeah, he's not down. He's, it's not <laughs> part of his like, it's not part of his life. So it's definitely a disconnect for us because, like, I get jealous sometimes when I see these girls and their boyfriends, their professional cameras, and I'm like, 
legit David is like, I hate taking this photo. He always takes a photo where he puts a middle finger in front of it <laughs> at the end every single time. Like, I because he literally hates when I ask him to take photos of me. It's like a true story. It's horrible. Aww. Yeah. So does do, do you guys have any boundaries? Like, you don't bring your phone in the bedroom or, like, you don't Instagram him unless you ask or, like, anything like that? He doesn't really care that much. Um, like, if I Instagram him, I'll, like, take videos of him and stuff like that. But, like, and, and I think, like, in terms of, yeah, I think it's just more, like, I don't know, like, our private time's our private time. Like, when we're just, like, in bed watching movies and, like, whatever. It's, like, I just think, like, it doesn't feel natural for either of us to be a part of that. Like, I think for some of those, like, people that I see where it's, like, their boyfriend's on it and, like, they're on it and, like, um, it just feels so, like, natural to who they are. I'm, like, oh. Like, I see it and I'm, like, oh. Like, that's what it's like when you're, like, that's your life. It's just not our life. You know? Like, it just doesn't feel natural. It has to be, like, making dinner. Like, whatever. It's just, like, we're just – we don't – we get so limited time with each other, which is probably part of it, that mm. we're, like, let's just hang out. Yeah. Like, this doesn't need to be, like, a whole whole thing. I like it. Yeah. So I'm collabing with Cat Footwear for my first year of Out of Line. And one of the reasons I love them is because they really emphasize risk-taking, mm-hmm. especially in creativity. So I know you started, no subject, your first business when you were 23. Yeah. What are your words of wisdom for the listeners who might be kind of viewed as like, oh, you're young or maybe they, they feel like they're not being taken seriously, but they want to take wise risks in their own business ideas? Do you have words of wisdom for them? Yeah. I mean, um, I, there's so much advice I like wish I would have taken when I was younger or had received. Um, but I think the most important advice is, you know, take your creativity seriously take your side hustle seriously, take your business seriously. Like anyone can tell you, oh, you know, I just don't think that's, that's too expensive for us or that's too much for us or like, oh, that's cute what you're doing. Fuck that noise. Like literally come at it when you're like, when you take yourself seriously, you take your business seriously and you walk into that room and you're like, this is what I do. This is what I charge. And this is what you're going to get. They'll take you seriously. And don't, you know, I, I always tell people, I'm like, try not to budge on like, those things. I know it's tough when you probably need the money and you need to take that client and things like that. But when you get to the place where you can kind of be a little bit more particular, be particular. You know, I think it's really important because I remember so vividly getting to the place where I didn't need a client. Like I didn't need that money and they were rude or like negotiating or like downplaying stuff. And I was like, absolutely. If this isn't for you, like then it isn't for you. And I'm happy to make recommendations for other people. And then like literally being shocked at that concept of like she's saying no to us yeah I am yeah and bye bye yeah so that's a powerful feeling and that's something you should get to that point in your career or your entrepreneurial venture where you get to that point but um take yourself seriously and I think like take it seriously when you get contracts take it seriously when you sign things take it seriously when you're in a meeting um your reputation is your resume I always say that so it's really important to understand like every meeting every email every call you're taking is important because you don't know where you'll be in five to ten years and that really is what you're built on um along the way and I like to think like along the way I've always been a hard worker someone that's good to work with and someone that like people really can like rely on and kind of get a good outcome from and that along the way I've given that like come up or like that opportunity to people um along the way with me and so I think that's part of the reason I'm successful quote unquote because 
I definitely did a lot of favors early on and like got, you know, like always was looking out for like my friends and things like that for the next opportunity. But then I also loved every single one of my clients and like took it so seriously, wanted to do such a good job. And like the people that were paying me like freaking $750 a month, I was like, I'm going to like crush it and kill it for you. And like, and then along the way, those bigger clients started coming and like those other clients gave me great referrals and like, that's just the way it works and you get to where you get along the way but you know I think it's like important like if you're taking those risks um be prepared to fail but also be prepared to be really successful and I think neither one of those options is like you're ready for but you know I think it's like important to just take it seriously along the way Mm. Uh, your reputation is your resume that's like the best thing ever I haven't written out my resume in years but I absolutely yeah but I absolutely know it's all it's all how people know you. Like if you were like, Hey guys, I need a job. No one would be like, Hey, can you give me a piece of paper that says what you do? Everyone would just be like, Oh yeah. Jackie. Like, or like who? Yeah, exactly. We know her. We're going to just hire her because we already have heard of her. We know her work ethic. We we've worked with people who know her. And it's the same thing. It's like, Oh, someone's like, Oh, I saw you saw this. You did this thing with Caroline. Oh, I've heard of light lab. Is that a cool place to do something? And like, yep, 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 yep. Like exactly. Like as soon as someone says, yep, you're like, great, I'll do it. Yeah. And like, that's so powerful. And it's something you literally can't put a price tag on. You can't ask for those kind of things. And like, that's the reason why I think like you have to really give it all, your all to anyone. Like it doesn't have to be your biggest client. doesn't have to be like the, the highest paying one. Like those smaller clients, like even for me, were some of my best referrals, some of my best friends along the way that like were able to kind of connect me to the people to get me to the place I am now. Jaden and I always say to each other, don't shit in the pot. <laughs> Which is like the same. It's just the idea is the same. It's like everything is connected eventually. And if you treat someone badly or if you don't do a job in excellence or if you talk smack about someone behind their back, like it's all one big stew. And if you throw shit in it, it's going to affect everything. It's so true. It's so true. And (laughs) it's it's, the same. But yeah, it's the same. And like, honestly, there's very few people I could speak down about. And like, it's like, it literally had to be such a burn to get to that place. And it's like, and it's exactly that. And like, you know, who knows, like, who you're talking to or what you're doing, like, you never know who anyone is, like, from, you know, the executive assistants to the CEOs. It's important to be like, kind to everyone. And work just as hard. Yeah. And today's intern might be tomorrow's CEO. So don't even shit on the interns. Yeah. Agreed. No, it's so true. I love it. You said that you're really bad at (laughs) self-care, but what do you do when, let's say once in a blue moon, when you self-care, what does that look like? I, so I genuinely like working out. I wish I had more time for it. I, I love hiking. Like I said, I love soul cycle. I like definitely like go to that church situation. Soul cycle. I'm like every, like, you know, I kind of like, everyone's like, oh my God, soul cycle. I was like, oh, please. I've taken spin. I've done spin. No, And then I different. did soul cycle. I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. I genuinely like am in that cult. Yeah. Um, but I also like my weird thing is like getting manicures, which I know sounds like so random, but like, it's something that I do like once or twice a week or, or once or every two weeks. And it's just like, I go, I can't use my phone because my hands are like being like whatever. And I have horrible nails. You can't see them, but they're really like tiny. But it's just like, it's something I just like doing it just makes me feel good I leave I feel like great I'm like that was a nice little hour to myself I just like love it it's like a weird luxury to me to like get like a mani petty um do you go alone or is it like friend time where you go alone I always go alone I love it I just like zone out 
don't think about anything. I love it so much. Um, but I genuinely like also love my alone time. Like, I think that's also important with your partner. Like, we'll like, he'll be in the garage. I'll be in the house. And like, we can just have like three hours apart and like do our own thing. And like, I think that's important too. Cause a lot of my days, like when I have like 11 employees, I have like meetings, I have this, it's so attention oriented that like, and then I get home and it's like, I have my husband, we're like talking like about our day. Okay, cool. Okay. Go to bed. Wake up. Okay. Do it again. Like, da, da, da. and like now, every now and then I'm just like, I just want to pee by myself. <laughs> just all by myself and that's hard to get sometimes and like just those like few hours I have like in sometimes I'll hike by myself and do those kind of things or just like lay in bed and binge watch shitty tv like David does not understand that like he's like I genuinely do not get it I'm like leave me in Riverdale alone we have our own thing you don't understand it and I like genuinely will watch like three episodes just like be in bed with a glass of wine like and he like can't relate to it and I'm just like this is what I need right now like and it's like it literally makes me sane yeah because I'm just like let me get into their drama and like it's so stupid forget about your own I know and then I get to talk to like some of my girls at work that are like in their 20s and like love watching Riverdale I'm like same girl and they're like not same you creepy mom like stop (laughs) stop saying like that guy's cute I'm like whatever um but I try to be cool with them sometimes and sometimes they let me be cool with them we were all in Houston together recently and they were like so we're gonna watch an episode of Riverside in our hotel room if you want to come I was like yeah I want to come like such a you mean Riverdale yeah Riverdale yeah yeah, 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 Riverside. Um, like thinking it's about hot water. I know it's our street. It's yeah, cool. it's, it's close. It's we're, really it's close. <laughs> but we we're like, let's watch it all together. And we all watched it in their hotel room. Is together. it good? I've never. It's seen horrible. It. Oh. It's horrible. But like, it's so good. It's like it's so bad. It's good. Oh. It's yeah. It's, it's it's no Sex in the City. Oh, not even close. But it's just stupid in like the best way possible. It's like a high school drama, like really dark. Like people get murdered. It's, oh, wow. it's, yeah. It's it's actually way darker than you would think. But it's just like dumb and fun and like silly and like it lets you just like literally escape your reality for like you know an hour or whatever. Um, and it makes me feel cool with like the girls in the office. I'm like, same, totally same. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. And then this is us, and I'll just like cry. Oh, I've never yeah. watched it. Oh my god, it's is it good. good. It's really good. It's okay. it's definitely like feel good, easy to get into kind of show. And then I also love like true crime shit. Like obviously, I'm like so down for like any sort of. We just watched the Unabomber. <sighs> on Netflix I literally like, <laughs> like my assistant came into my office and she's like you got this package I'm like <gasps> I was like terrified I was like oh my god like it's 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 so interesting it's a really interesting one and then we we watch Mindhunter and like all that stuff so oh is that good really good it's on the list that one's on the list yeah that's a good husband wife one to watch because like he doesn't always get into like what I get into but um, I love all that stuff. Like, I think it's so fun to, like, escape into, like, the world of entertainment and just kind of who cares and have fun. And sometimes it's, like, I just want to binge and lay in bed for three hours. And, like, I deserve that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. You do. I love it. Yeah. So what's uh, what's something that you have in common with everyone? I know you work with a lot of different people all over the country, all different ages, people that are – Democrat, Republican, like everything. What's something that you're like, okay, at the end of the day, we all share this? I think vulnerability. Like, I think, like, the thing is, is, like, 
what I've learned is no matter how successful you are, no matter how like connected you are, or cool you are, or whatever, everyone is vulnerable and like everyone has their own like weird little thing. And I think for me, it's funny because like people um, like women will come up to me and be like, oh, my God, you're so successful and you have these things. And like sometimes I just think back and I'm like, just like the same girl from Florida who like moved to New York City, didn't know a fucking soul, figured shit out and like you know, got along the way and like, be like, oh my God, you're with Mandy Moore and Issa Rae and like whatever. And that's still crazy for me. Like that is great. Like I'm like, what just happened? And like, I try to play it cool and be like, this is my life. And like, this is just me. And like, this is what I like do. And it's like, not like that. I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like even at Seattle, like when I introduced Issa Rae, I'm like, I am so nervous right now. Like even just like having her come out here, like it's so silly. But I think like that sense of relatability and vulnerability is so important. Um, And I think it's something that a lot of, like, CEOs don't share. Like, I think for a lot of people, they're like, I have it all figured out. I have all the answers. And I'm, like, top dog and, like, talk to my assistant. I'm, like, on every fucking email. Like, I'm literally, like, I'm, like, when do you get to that place when you're, like, so cool that, like, they don't even have to, like, talk to me? Like, I'm, like, not even on the email. I'll probably never get to that place because I'm just not that person. Like, I'm just, like, very involved, very hands-on, care too much. Like, I want to be in the mix. Like, and I think that sense of, like, accessibility, vulnerability is like really important to me. And like, I can talk to anyone. Like I, I genuinely feel that way. Like I can talk to anyone, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're in your career, whether you don't know what you're doing. And like, I just like feel like I can like have those conversations with people that are so important to have right now where it's like, I, you know, and I think people are so scared to have where they're just like, I don't know if I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, And I think for me, it's like people like don't want to say that to me of all people. And I'm like, no, totally. Like, that's like a crazy place to be in. Like, here's where I think you should do or like, here's what I think you should like think about. And I don't know. I just I like to think I'm like a relatable person for people. And I I want to maintain that like along the way. And I think it's really important for me because I think so many of the people I grew up around that were successful were very untouchable and like very non-relatable and very like statuesque in that sense where I was like they are like the holy it's like the Anna Wintours like I grew up with like the Anna Wintours of the world where it's like (gasps) they're in the room and I'm like I don't think that's cool and like that's a thing but I think for me I'm like nah like I'm just a person and like oh and here's the advice on how I like got here and here's the things I wish I knew along the way you know here's the secrets of the reality of the situation it's not gonna be that easy and like here's the thing it's like nepotism exists and it sucks and like whatever you know like I'm just like I want to like break that fucking glass barrier and I think most people don't because there's some like sexiness to the fact that you're like a badass and like whatever I'm just getting my like uber black and like bye Mm. and I'm just like not that person like I'm always like with my team like is hanging out and having pizza without me I'm like I want to come like what are you guys doing you know I'm just like I just feel like I'm still very much like a young like I just don't think of myself as like that way Mm. um so I don't know I think vulnerability that's a good one yeah that's amazing well, thank you so much for all of this. Yay. You just like dropped a huge bag of gold coins <laughs> here and there's so much to sift through and re-listen to over and over again. So thank you so much for being here and thank for you. being willing to talk about relationships and everything involved there. Yeah, all the stuff. Well, thank you. You've been listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee. 
Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using Out of Line Podcast. And let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season. Hit subscribe to get the next episode on your mobile device when it drops next week. And if you love what you heard, please whip out a review, will ya?